0: when things are shifting we're going to be a new world order we've got to leave it program is brought to you by friends and partners of In Time Headlines. What's up, everybody? It is Tuesday, January 24th. Uh, this is In Time Headlines. I'm Ricky Scaparo, the founder, the pastor, and the voice of End Time Headlines. I want to talk about tonight. Um, <clears throat> last year in 2022, there was many things that we have been warned about that were coming on the horizon. And a lot of analysts and ex, so called experts and, and, and different areas and different fields were all saying that 2022 in essence would be the year of the warnings and 2023 would be, uh, the year of the fruition of those warnings. For example, they all last year, we kept hearing about major food shortages and famine. And they're saying that 2023 is when basically, uh, the the, it's this is when it's going to come home to roost is this year we're really it's going to come to our shores we're going to see this uh and 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 this is going to be impactful to us on every sector not just and i'm saying in in the west america and britain and all in, in just different locations uh primarily here in the west uh now and we'll talk more about that but not on this program because that's not where I want to focus today, but we'll talk about the the food shortages and the famines and all that stuff and another and another segment. Then they've been warning about the cyber security uh, or cyber attack uh, situation there. They you know, all last year we've been warning and we may even seen and we covered a little bit of this on yesterday's program where we could have seen dry runs in this, and I believe we did, honestly. If you were to ask me off the cuff, I believe we saw some dry runs of cyber attacks taking place on different infrastructures in 2022, uh, even into the early parts of 2023. All right, so we're, we're seeing that. Then we have uh, the... Other, we have other sectors such as the, what we're going to talk about today. And that is all last year. We know that Ukraine, uh, in 2021, the, what was it? The end of 20, right around the, in the, in the winter months of 2021, I believe is when the, the war in Ukraine started. And, and I, and I stand to be corrected on that if I'm wrong. I believe it was in 2021 because we've gone a whole full year into 2022. Uh, and now we're going into f- even further with this Russia and Ukraine conflict. And some say, even though they're at quote unquote war over there, the West has uh, so far of av- has avoided the conflict with Russia. But some analysts are saying that 2023 is when uh the West is going to be thrust into a war uh, along. You know, we're talking about NATO the west getting thrust into a war with putin and russia. and so that's where i want to kind of hang my hat today. i'm going to talk about some new information that's come out in regards to that and while this may not be so far off and that we could actually see a conflict with russia so without further ado let's get after it i want to show you we're going to take you back i'm going to show you some information that is past tense and then we're going to bring you all the way up to present tense this first article um, is from yahoo news and here's the headline putin's secret attack plan would be ukrainian nightmare Uh, this report Says that Ukraine is brace, is braced for a major new offensive that could begin within weeks. Now, again, this was published on the 20th of January. So only a few days ago. One of President Zelensky's key insiders told the Daily Beast that they expect a looming rushing, a looming Russian move to encircle the country with a simultaneous attack on three fronts. And again, this is all hearsay. This is all insider information, uh, in, intelligence. So, you know, that's that's what we're talking about here. A member of the, uh, Zelensky's team negotiating with Russia said the Kremlin might be preparing for a fresh advance. He said that Ukraine was threatening, uh, or excuse me, Ukraine was threatened from many directions but did not specify where the attacks could come from. Russians are encircling us from 240 degrees, attacking from the Black Sea, from Belarus, Luhansk, and and Donetsk regions. Um, Russia declared its first victory in the war for months this week, claiming they had taken the salt mining town of Solider there is still some dispute as to whether fighting continues for control of the town, but the Russians have clearly made territorial gains as a huge cost. So again, he goes on to say, quote, they're coming from all directions with three lines of fighting criminals, private contractors, and regular forces. Now, again, this comes in light of other reports indicating that over a million uh, recruits, are being pulled into this war from Putin and Russia. Now, here's another article. Russia says its unstoppable nuclear underwater drone is ready to go. Russia has finished building its first batch of nuclear-capable underwater drone torpedoes nicknamed Poseidon. This is according to state-owned uh, news agency TASS. According to this agency, Poseidon is meant to be used in Russia's new nuclear-powered uh, Bogorod submarine billed as an unstoppable super torpedo by bo- both Putin and some Western news outlets. The Poseidon is another unknown and unproven Russian weapon. So again, even though the Poseidon is a, quote, unknown and unproven Russian weapon, there is now sources saying that this unstoppable nuclear underwater drone is ready to go. And we're going to give you some more information on that in just a second that's a little bit hair-raising. Poseidon is NATO's name for Russia's status Six Oceanic Multipurpose System. It is a new kind of underwater drone capable of carrying both nuclear And conventional warheads. According to TASS. uh, Citing an anonymous source. Said that the new weapon was finished. And would soon be delivered to a Russian submarine. Let me. I'm going to say that one more time. This Poseidon weapon is finished. Complete. Ready to go. And quote. Would soon be delivered to a Russian submarine. Now. Now another report now these are all going right in a row quote russian intelligence gathering ship off the hawaii coast is being monitored by the u.s coast guard according to a recent report the u.s coast guard confirmed that it was monitoring a quote suspicious russian ship that had been according to the report sailing off the coast of hawaii the ship is believed to be a russian intelligence vessel according to the U.S. Coast Guard, in a statement earlier last week. Uh, In recent weeks, the U.S. Coast Guard has continued to monitor a Russian vessel believed to be an intelligence-gathering ship off the coast of the Hawaiian Island. The area off the coast of Hawaii where the ship was spotted, known as the U.S. Economic Exclusive Zone, or the EEZ, is open for international ships to pass through according to the statement it added that while ships can transit freely through the area foreign flagged military vessels have been often uh, have often been observed operating and loitering within coast guard district 14's area of response Uh, district 14 patrols the coast guards largest area of responsibility taking up 14 million square miles of land and the sea with some units stationed in hawaii singapore and japan so i i thought this was interesting in light of this report here's another report uh putin ally warns nato of nuclear war if russia is defeated in ukraine this was a stunning report wherein in which it stated that any ally of president putin or excuse me an ally of president putin warned nato on thursday that a defeat of russia in ukraine could trigger a nuclear war now i want to stop right here and interject this that we have heard uh how long have we heard this now on one hand um This has become, you remember in the book of, uh, now here's where we get into the Bible. I'm going to show you some scriptures here. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Matthew 24, but this is unrelated, but it's not related because it kind of correlates with this. In first Corinthians chapter 14, it talks about, uh, Paul is addressing the church of Corinth and he says, uh, he talks about the, the importance of love. He talks about without love, He said, I could have the ability to prophesy. I could know all the mysteries of the world. I could be able to speak with tongues of angels and have all these spiritual gifts. I could even have my body put on a stake and be burned. All this, I could be martyred. He said, but if I don't have love and I'm not operating in love, what did he say here? According to most translations here, he says, I become a clanging symbol, or I, I just become an annoyance and an, 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 an noise, chatter. Now you say, well, what's this got to do with Russia and Ukraine and war? Here's what's it got to do with this. The longer this war drags on, it's like the boy who cried wolf. We've heard, uh, you know, we're going to use nuclear weapons. There's a threat of nuclear war that Putin's going to do this and that his administrators is going to do this and that, um, his, Uh, his allies and those that are in uh in forces with him they're threatening to do this and as long as this keeps ringing out and we keep hearing these threats but they never carry through with the threats it's like the boy who cries wolf we keep you know at first it's a knee-jerk reaction we react to it we get nervous we get anxious we there's fear that is being induced into the countries that would be involved with such an event but the longer they keep doing this to me it becomes like iran and north korea i mean how many years have we heard years and years and years we've heard kim jong-un who uh in north korea has threat uh, he's going to wipe out the west he's going to destroy america he's going to launch nuclear weapons and yet year after year after year after year he's does he does nothing but uh but just continue with these uh, uh provocations but never goes through with anything then you have iran who same thing they're always breathing threats to israel we're going to wipe them out we're going to destroy you we're going to wipe out tel aviv we're going to send missiles we're going to do this and again they never carry thing out so it almost becomes a clanging symbol now on one hand we could become numb to this and just kind of brush it off And say, well, this is not a threat, but on the other hand, here's where I get concerned about this is because we can be lured asleep with the notion that this will never happen that America is dwelling in safety and they're secure and that they would never be succumbed to such an attack or a nuclear attack and it would never happen and this type of rhetoric would never ever manifest as something beyond that and just rhetoric or uh, or saber rattling. And that's that's the fear that I have is have we come to this place in the West where we're just brushing off these threats And we think that nothing's going to happen when, in fact, when I study the scriptures, there is scriptures that can defend the notion that we could see an actual conflict with Russia and other nations. For example, Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21 all tell you that before the coming of the Son of Man, before the coming of the Lord, he said there would be wars, plural tense, And then there would be rumors of wars. Well, again, there's an actual war happening with Ukraine and Russia. And as far as the West goes, we're just in the rumors of wars. We're not directly involved, but there's a rumor that we may be involved. Okay, do you see what I'm saying here? Then you go into Ezekiel 38 and we and it talks about this future war of Gog Magog, Ezekiel 38, 39 where in which Israel is invaded by Southern Soviet Russian states and the likes of Iran. And these other uh, Arabic nations that form a confederacy and come in and attack Israel. Well, when you read in there in Ezekiel 38, it says when judgment finally comes to the propagators here of this war God says he's going to send a fire to those who are dwelling safely in the coastlands. You've heard me say this many times on other previous podcasts. I don't care what Bible theologian comes along and tells you. Look, this is like mystery Babylon. You've got the, the camp is divided. You've got one camp that will swear to and tell you unequivocally that Mystery Babylon is Rome. On the other hand, you've got a split in the camp who says, No, Mystery Babylon is America that will be destroyed in one hour's time. Listen, I happen to be in the notion of being right in the middle. I cannot 100% dogmatically tell you that Mystery Babylon is absolutely Rome. Now, is there scriptures that uh, kind of indicate that Rome would be the location? Yes, but I can and also, on one hand, show you just as much scripture to to kind of paint a picture to you where in which America would be guilty of being mystery Babylon. But whoever this mystery Babylon is. The Bible says in the book of Revelation that they will be destroyed in one hour's time and that the fire that will come from the destruction will be deadly. It will be toxic and other nations will stand afar off because of the fire and because of the smoke and the whole and the Bible says the whole world will be in bewilderment. They will be in great distress because they've seen the great harlot, the mystery Babylon be destroyed, who has uh, who has flooded the earth With her sorceries and her uh, abominations and the nations of the world have drunk from her abominations and she'll be destroyed in one hour's time. Then you go again to Ezekiel 38. Let me go back there. It says those whoever these are, they, those who dwell safely in the coastlands scholars are divided on this you're going to get people that's going to say oh these are the locations like syria and or maybe even turkey or places like this but then you get other scholars who say this could be america this could be the west who is in the coastlands who are dwelling safely and they will be judged and great judgment will come upon them look I'm trying to tell you dogmatically, I cannot tell you it's this or that. What I'm saying is the closer we get to this thing wrapping up, I think we're going to know. As the body of Christ, I've I've said this a a thousand times and I will continue to say this. Paul says that prophecy is like a glass that you see through darkly. It's like a muddy glass. Uh, it's like a glass that's filled with muddy water and if i was to hold it up and ask you to look through the glass and look at my face it's muddy it's cloudy you cannot you can make out a silhouette but you can't make out a clear definitive image behind the the cloudy substance and this is what he said through he said we see in part and we prophesy in part we see through a glass darkly so the as we get closer to the coming of the Lord, the glass, the mud, the, 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 the substance in the glass that makes it thick and cloudy and you can't see through will begin to dissipate and we'll be able to get a more clear and definitive picture. Does that make sense? It's, listen, it's like the image of the beast and the mark of the beast for for thousands of years, there's been such speculation on what this is. What is the mark of the beast? What is this system? What is going to be the image of the beast? And I believe as we get closer and closer to the actual fulfillment of that, I believe the the veil is going to slowly be lifted off of believers' eyes, and we're going to see that. Now, I don't believe the veil will be fully lifted until the church, the ecclesia, the body of Christ is harpazoed, caught up or raptured out. Now, I know some of y'all is not going to be- agree with my theology, and that's okay. But again, that's my belief that and I based that on Thessalonians. They said when he who now restrains uh, will restrain and will do so until he is t- he is taken out of the way or removed then. And it's then the lawless one. The Antichrist will be fully revealed in his time. So as long as whoever this restrainer is, that's one thing we can all agree on, whether, regardless of whether you believe in a rapture or a pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, no rapture, whatever. We all have to come into agreement here, my brothers and sisters, that there is something or someone who is restraining the Antichrist from fully coming to to power and making his uh, appearance to the world. So we all have to agree with that. So until that he, it, or whatever it is, or he is, or they, or whatever that is that is the restrainer, until it is removed or taken out of the way, the Antichrist is, according to what Paul's letter to the church at Thessalonica said, cannot be fully revealed. And I believe that's the case with a lot of these other things like this. We're not going to see the full fulfillment of this until we actually get into the tribulation. Until we get on the brink of the tribulation. We get onto the brink of the signing of this peace treaty, this covenant of peace for seven years, Daniel 9, 27. So let me get back to this, to the Russia thing. Now, this is um, the Associated Press. Germany has... Now, remember, let me go back up here. I'm going to go back to this Yahoo uh, This Yahoo article. Let me give you the title again. Putin ally warns NATO of nuclear war if Russia is defeated in Ukraine. All right? Then, uh, they also warn... That if NATO or any other country empowers Ukraine by sending them tanks and airplanes, jet fighters, then this could trigger nuclear war. Now, on the heels of this, here's an Associated Press article. Germany will not block Poland from giving ukraine tanks whoa the german government will not object if poland decides to send leopard two battle tanks into ukraine this comes from germany's top diplomat more help could be
1: on the way to ukraine poland is promising to send more german-made tanks regardless of whether germany gives them permission cbs news foreign correspondent deborah Pata has more from Kharkiv. Germany's foreign minister said it will not stand in the way if Poland wants to send German-made Leopard 2 tanks to Ukraine, signalling a possible end in deadlock negotiations over the shipment of Allied weapons. Until now, there has been no decision on whether Germany would send tanks to Ukraine or grant export licences to its allies. The German Chancellor has been wary of making moves that could trigger an escalation of the war by Russia and has previously said all decisions on sending heavy weapons would be made together with NATO allies, including the US. Poland was even prepared to transfer tanks without German consent we need more heavy weapons is the constant refrain we hear from ukrainian soldiers in the trenches who are fighting fierce battles along a long front line in freezing conditions Some of the bloodiest fighting is in Bakhmut, where Russian forces made up of convicted prisoners fighting for the paramilitary Wagner Group have been sent in as shock troops. Ukrainian forces describe being confronted by wave after wave of mercenaries who are given no choice but to go forward or face being shot as deserters. The U.S. intends declaring Wagner a transnational criminal organization, accusing it of battlefield atrocities and the shipment of weapons from North Korea to Ukraine.
0: Now, guys, this is a game changer. You guys are listening by Apple and Spotify again. This is from the Associated Press. German foreign minister told French uh, TV channel LCI that Poland has not formally asked for Berlin's approval to share some of its German made leopards, but added quote, if we were to be asked, we would not stand in the way. They went on to say that, uh, know how important these tanks are. And quote, this is why we are discussing this now with our partners. Now, this also comes on the heels of Boris Johnson who now this is from the Daily Mail and I'm going to give you the censored version of this he says quote, "What the blank is the West waiting for and an extraordinary powerful and emotional rallying cry Boris Johnson implores Britain's allies to give Ukraine All the weapons it needs to win now. Let me again, I want to reiterate that. Boris Johnson is saying, What in the, what are we waiting for? Now that's toned down. He used explicit language, but he said, What are we waiting for? Give Ukraine all the weapons it needs to defeat Putin and Russia. And then I'm going to give you one more article. Now, this is breaking news. This is just today. Came over the wire. Quote, Russian warship with, quote, unstoppable 7000 mile an hour hypersonic missiles have now been reported sailing towards the United States. Let that soak in and will soon be within strike range. This is according to the U.S. Sun, a Russian warship armed with what they're calling unstoppable hypersonic missiles is sailing towards the U.S. coast and a show of strength. The guided missile frigate Admiral gorshkov has been closely monitored by NATO uh, navies on its maiden voyage, armed with sixty six hundred and seventy mile an hour zircon weapons uh, An unconfirmed Russian telegram channel report says it was quote spotted on radar and neutral waters off uh, the uh, or in the Atlantic Ocean at the at an effective salvo launched. Distance from the u.s coast the nuclear capable mach 9 missiles have a reported range of 625 miles the russian defense ministry has not commented on this latest report um but they have remember we just told you uh based on other reports where they stand they have already warned us they have already let the warning be known that if nato indeed agrees to sending them weapons ukraine then this could be the red line that is crossed for russia they have already uh there was reports that stated that the poseidon this weapon that remember we talked about this last year this weapon has the ability These are nuclear drones that can be launched from submarines that can go into weed beds in the ocean along coastlands. They can just set their stealth and then they can be detonated. And when they're detonated, they could cause these massive what they call super nuclear tsunamis that, uh, that will that will come in and absolutely decimate cities along u.s coastlands so friends we're talking this is serious stuff now we can choose to either laugh it off because listen we post this kind of stuff on our social media accounts whether it be on facebook or twitter or instagram and you 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 look at the reactions and the responses that people give they laugh at it. They mock it. They scoff it. But I'm telling you, listen, I, we're going to pray about this situation in just a second because I don't think this is a laughing matter because I'm telling you, biblically speaking, there is a lot of cushion room for such an event to take place. And I'm not just talking about just in the tribulation. Because, again, if we if we go back to World War One, World War Two, you go back to Vietnam, you go back to Gulf Wars. Those wars at one point would be would would thought of to have been uncomprehensible to happen or unconceivable to take place in our lifetimes without being in the tribulation. But they did. We know that they did take place. We know that millions of Jews were slaughtered and and killed in the Holocaust. We know that dictators have risen and fallen over years and years, and over centuries. and And the results of this has been countless lives lost. So again, I'm speaking to our generation, my generation, you that are listening, you that are watching, what makes us any different? What makes us so special that we think that we could dodge such an event that makes us think that we could never see this come to our shores when here we are. Let's just get real here for a second. I'm getting ready to close this segment with prayer, but I want to talk to you. I want to get real here for a minute. Did did the scriptures not say that judgment that, that befell, uh, the days of Noah and the days of Lot. Did he not, did it not say that those things were written for our admonition? Did it not say that these things were written so that we may read these things, study these things, know these things historically so that we wouldn't, uh, quote, repeat them? But we are repeating them. History, uh, Solomon said it well when he says the thing that which was is the thing which shall be. There is no new thing under the sun. Why is that? Because here's why this happens. Ready? You have a whole generation that dies out. So all the people that was alive during the reign of Hitler and Nazism and communism and Marxism, all those people Precious souls that were alive during that time and went through what they went through. A lot of them, most of them have died and gone on to be with the Lord if they're believers or they've just perished. They've died. And so you have a whole generation of these individuals who have died and they've taken those memories with them. And the problem is in our education system and our our news outlets and all these other outlets, they are systematically scrubbing, erasing, and whitewashing everything of history away. They're removing any traces of this. This is what, why do you think you can go on YouTube and see all the conspiracy nuts that are uh, the Holocaust deniers? This is what fuels this stuff because they're they're going in our education system and they're going on the mainstream media and they're using news outlets and publications and satellite radio and Internet. And they're going in and they are rewriting history and removing history so that we have a whole new generation that's rising up. Our kids, our grandchildren come on, depending on who's listening today, who's watching today, and they are not being told. These things that we who are older and have an understanding of the things and are still alive today knows the truth of what happened. They're being told that they're getting a distorted view. They're getting a distorted interpretation of that, or they're completely not being told any of it. I'm telling you, this has happened. This is happening across the not just America, but it's happening across the world. Now, why would they do that? Because again, you cannot, you cannot persuade the society or societies of the world to comply to a new world order unless you make them ignorant of history, unless you uh, unless you systematically conform them to a new quote era. And that's what's happening right now as we speak. So having said that, this is what is terrifying to me is two fronts. Number one, you got the world out here that is ignorant on history. They're ignorant on any of these things that has happened in the past. And as far as dictators and Marxism and communism and Nazism and all this stuff. They're just completely ignorant about it so that when it's being propagated right in their face, they don't even recognize it. Number two, I, now this is where it's going to hit home. I'm, let me talk to the church. The church who is also a lot. And I'm not saying you guys. I'm not talking about most of you guys are listening, watching today. This doesn't uh, this doesn't really. Uh, this doesn't include you. Per se. But most Christians out there are ignorant of the word. Although claim to be Christians, they'll talk about their church. They'll talk about their denomination. They'll talk about the services. But when it comes down to the nuts and bolts of the word of God, being able to rightfully divide the word of truth. They are completely ignorant of scriptures and they have allowed themselves to be brainwashed by this modern Christianity, modern Western Christianity that you see on Christian television, on, on the internet, all over the place. And it's in, it's infiltrated most mega churches in America where they never warn you about God's judgment the repercussions of sin transgressions iniquities the shedding of innocent blood And all these things that as a nation, if we continue to do these things and on that path, we will meet the same fate as the nations in times past that committed these things and which brought about the judgment of God upon them. So if Satan can come on, if Satan can be successful in getting the pews of churches around the world filled with lukewarm, passive Ignorant Christians of the word who only have drank from the well of Western Christianity that is infiltrated, not just America, guys, but it's going all across the world. That is this humanistic gospel that is all about self-help, self-promotion. And again, no conviction no blood, no cross, no sin, no judgment, uh, no justice, no wrath. None of this stuff is preached. It's all the unconditional love of God. You can live however, do whatever, no repercussions. And again, Is God loving? Yes. Does God extend grace? Yes. Is God slow to wrath and quick to forgive? Yes, he is. He is all these things, but he is also a God, come on, who Peter said, and Paul talked about, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. Peter, who also said, that there is going to be some that we're going to have to pull out of the very flames of hell to save their souls. That's what we're talking about today. So we we need to be aware, we need to be awake, and we need to be alert of the times and seasons in which we're in. And this is what our ministry is called to do, in case you didn't know that. That's why we, we're very brash to some people out there that have been lured asleep by this westernized gospel. So any kind, our message comes across to them as very rough. And they don't, a lot of people can't digest it. They unfollow us and they move on and they go find somebody else to scratch their itching ears. But listen... We're going to keep preaching it. We're going to keep teaching it. Listen, I want everybody that's watching, listen today, we're going to pray about this situation right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you. Lord, you said that we could come boldly before the throne of grace and obtain mercy in the time of need. Father, uh, we have discussed this situation that is taking place right now. Lord, you said the nations rage. Why do the nations rage? They are conspiring a thing. Lord, you said in your word that we there would be wars and There would be rumors of wars and nation would rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. But you said in your word that the end is not yet. You said for all these things must take place. But Lord, we thank you father that, these things must take place and that we're not to be moved nor shaken by these things but be to be affirmed today to know that when we begin to see all these things coming to pass to look up and lift up our heads for our redemption is surely drawing near but until the meantime God I pray that you sustain us strengthen us and prepare us for the trying and perilous days ahead Lord we know that there are some things that could come to fruition in 2020 23 one of these could be a real conflict a real war that could break out where the west would be involved and lord i fear that we have a generation that has no clue how to even be prepared for this mentally physically spiritually financially emotionally and all of the above so i pray that father we would prepare accordingly as uh as me and as you and our households let us be prepared let us be ready and let us be prayed up let us uh be filled up and prayed up with god's word and filled with the intercession of the saints let us continually pray the bible says to not fret be anxious for nothing but in all Things through prayer and supplication. So we come to you today with this manner. We leave it into your hands and we trust you and we thank you, God, that, Lord, you are still on the throne and you're still in control. Lord, if there be anybody that's watching or listening today and they are lost or backslid, I pray that the Spirit of God convict them where they stand, where they sit, in their car, in their office, in their home, wherever they're watching, wherever they're listening today. I pray the Spirit of God pray prick their hearts and convict them and draw them back into a relationship or a relationship with you. I pray that they would open their mouth, that they would repent and confess their sins before you. In Jesus name, may they make their heart right today. And Lord, we give you the praise and give you the glory and honor for this. And it's in Jesus name we pray. Amen. And amen. God bless you guys. Listen, two things as always real quick. Number one, well, actually three things today. We, we want to give you three things today. Number one, uh, if you've not downloaded our free app, please do that today. It's available on Apple. It's available on Android. Again, it's free. Push yes to push notifications. You're going to get every headline and every podcast right there at your fingertips. Number two, uh, want to say this because many people are like, well, where I want to get we want teaching, encouragement, equip. Listen, we need you to do something. We need you to go. If you will go to the End Time Headlines YouTube channel and subscribe to the YouTube channel, just type in End Time Headlines. You're going to see it come up. You're going to see the banner. You're going to see the logo. That all those are trademark. Go there. Subscribe to the end time headlines YouTube channel. There's over a thousand archive messages. I guarantee you any topic you could think about is going to be there. We've discussed it in detail. There is, there's expository teachings there. There is a lot of exhaustive uh, cross-reference teachings there. I mean, I'm talking detailed teachings there, line on line, precept on precept. Here, a little, there a little. So, I believe you'll be blessed by that. So, you can go into those archives and look for those messages, and your family will be fed. They'll be blessed because uh, listen, we understand for many of you guys, you don't have a home church, and for whatever reason physically not able to go or there's no spirit filled bible believing doctrinally sound church where you live so some of you this is your only home church that you've got and we understand that and we respect that and that's why we've created these messages and we've kept them in our archives on our youtube channel for you guys to have access to that okay so please go do that today number three if this ministry is a blessing to you, it encourages you, equips you, uh, informs you on a week-to-week basis, we want to give you the opportunity to partner with End Time Headlines. You can do that two different ways. You can give electronically through the main website, endtimeheadlines.org, endtimeheadlines.com, or the easiest way is right there through the app. On the left of your screen, down to the bottom, where it says "Donate," uh, if you have the app, click "Donate," and you can go electronically and give there, or you can go by check or money order, and you can make that out right there at InTime Headlines, and that's PO Box 1391, that's Monroe, Georgia 30655. So again, we appreciate your partnership and your your generous giving to the support of this ministry. Again, all of our messages are free; no merchandise. We don't sell uh, the 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 uh, the. Pot Podcasts are free. The app is free. Everything is free. We just ask that you do according to what the Spirit of God puts on your heart to do. So listen, we love you guys. We appreciate you. God bless you. We will be off tomorrow on Wednesday the 25th, but we'll be back on Thursday the 26th, Lord willing, for another great podcast. Until then, may the Lord bless you, keep you, and may His countenance shine upon you. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to the End Time Headlines podcast. We pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message. For more information about how you can help partner with our ministry, please visit endtimeheadlines.org.